Hey there, friends. It's Nick. So I mentioned yesterday that I'd been to get my haircut and I picked up a copy of Machiavelli's The Prince from the bookshop, the second-hand bookshop I usually dip into. And it's the first time I've owned a paper copy of The Prince. And one of the things that you realise as soon as you hold it is this book that that has reverberated through 600 years. It was, I think, 1513 when he wrote it. And it's actually so small. It's so slim. In fact, Machiavelli himself says in the introduction to the book, which I'm going to read you a passage of, about how condensed it is. And he's writing, by the way, to the prince of the title was actually a prince. It was Lorenzo Medici, also called the Magnificent, who um, I think basically the Medici family ruled Florence essentially around this sort of time. Very powerful, very powerful family, politically astute. And this is part of what Medici was, sorry, Machiavelli was doing, of course, when he presented the book. I'll read you the first couple of paragraphs. To my prince, the magnificent Lorenzo de' Medici. People who seek the favour of a prince are used to approaching him to present their most precious objects or the things that would give him the most pleasure. For this reason, you often see horses, weapons, gold cloths, precious stones and other appropriately worthy ornaments presented to princes. Hoping to present myself in front of your magnificence with testimony of my devotion towards you, I have not found anything in my possessions as valuable and as dear to me as my knowledge of the actions of great men. I have acquired this through long experience of current affairs and continual study of ancient times. Having thought about it carefully, I send my conclusions to you, condensed into this slim book. And there's a lovely, there's a lovely aspect to this, because here we are reading Machiavelli in the way that he talks about reading other ancient writers. And I think, you know, this is one of the extraordinary, extraordinary things. We are so lucky. You know, we can read Machiavelli, we can read Aristotle, we can read dialogues from Plato that talk about what Socrates might have said. We can read Marcus Aurelius or Seneca or Epicurus. And when we do that, when we look at the actual thinking behind the words, we can see why they've survived. Because so many of these writers are as relevant today, if not more relevant, than they've ever been. And, you know, if we take something like Machiavelli, he's all over, you know, Robert Greene's 48 Laws of Power, which is, is an amazing work. You know, he's all over, Machiavelli is all over that book. And even though, you know, I'm looking at the book now in my hands, and it's just over 100 pages. It's slim, but the ideas in it are so powerful. So just to give you one example, because I think it's it's useful to show that I'm, you know, that these, these principles do hold up. One of the things that um, Machiavelli talks about is the importance of staying connected to your subjects. Now, we might think that there's, you know, we're way beyond the world of kings and queens and patronage and courts and courtiers but of course that's really not true because these things bluster around power these things happen around power and one of the things that Machiavelli was telling the prince in his book was to beware of building fortresses because fortresses 
Well, I'll read, I'll read a passage and um, then we'll talk. Here's Machiavelli. A good and wise prince, desirous of maintaining that character and to avoid giving the opportunity to his sons to become oppressive, will never build fortresses so that they may place their alliance upon the goodwill of their subjects and not the strength, not upon the strength of citadels. And what he was saying there was if you build, if you build fortresses, whether they are real or virtual, this is why it's relevant to today's world, whether they are real or virtue, virtual, not only do you cut yourself off from the kind of the communication, cut yourself off from what's going on around you, but you also will spend less time thinking about the wants and needs and fears of the people around you who are keeping you where you are or the people who might actually better help you get where you're going and the prince is full of these ideas I mean Machiavelli has a <laughs> so well-deserved reputation for being you know he's definitely into the dark arts of politics but on the way there's so much practical advice about how how to deal with other people and you know this is the, <laughs> this is the thing right you know if we want to get on if we want to do stuff we all understand we have to deal with other people and Machiavelli is as useful for teaching us what to look out for what to be aware of as it is for turning us into unreasonable political animals and you know neither of those things do we want to happen but we get the opportunity to to reach back in time and, and look at these these ideas that that actually are timeless and i think that's absolutely fantastic anyway thanks for listening and remember your story like machiavelli's means big business bye now hey this is nick thanks again for listening to dig deeper search for story.business